This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. Joy Kirkpatrick, Farm Succession Specialist with the University of Wisconsin-Madison in the Division of Extension, is here with us to discuss how we can manage stress on the farm as we begin our busy spring season. Welcome, Joy. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. How important is this topic here in the farming community in particular? In the farming community, it's it's been a, an important topic for quite a bit of time. It's a high-stress career. The weather, the commodity markets, lots of things that are not being able to control. That's sort of the nature of farming. And I think farmers are sort of prepared, or at least, you know, know that that is part of it. But um, these last few years, I know for dairy farmers, probably for at least five, if not seven years, and for other commodities as well, it's been a depressed um, market. And then when you think about global events that disrupt supply chains and all kinds of things that are happening, it gets to be even more so. And the other thing about farming is it's pretty isolating, right? When you think about the nature of farming, you don't have as many farming neighbors on the same road. Maybe the somebody on the farm who would normally be working with them or off the farm on an off-farm job. So it can be a lot of long hours and being pretty isolated. With all of those things kind of creating a lot of high stress, we know from research that there's also a higher uh, prevalence of depression and suicide with farmers. So May Mental Health Awareness Month is it's important all year long for farmers and, and for many people. Joy, what are some signs people may see in a loved one or in themselves that indicate they might be struggling? We talk a lot about signs versus symptoms. So when you think about signs, that's something that someone on the outside can see. There's a behavior that's happening. They may be not attending social functions that they usually come to, like the you know, coffee clutch at the gas station is is the place where farmers gather for me in, in, in the town that I live in. Um, they might not be attending church and they may look tired. They may appear maybe more disheveled. I always say that when you think about farmers, they're really good at noticing things because they have to. They might notice their livestock's behavior if an animal's sick and think about that in the same sort of correlation with someone who might be struggling with a mental health challenge. And so while farmers are really good at noticing things, they might notice that their neighbor or someone that they're close to isn't quite themselves, then that's when they need to think about how do they reach out. So those are sort of the outward sorts of things. And then there are like the symptoms, which is what I said, that's a more of an internal thing, right? Someone who's seen that in themselves. So maybe it's actually physically, you know, stress might affect them with their heart changes. They may have a tightness in their chest, fatigue, nausea. So there's all kinds of internal things. And then they may have, in, you know, their feelings might be changed, easily angered, uh, feeling depressed, tired, if they're tired all the time. And with farming, there's not enough hours in the day, so they may feel tired all the time anyway. So what is it when it's really lack of sleep or is it something that's more a stress or even maybe even depression? So thinking about what do you see outwardly, which for a neighbor, your signs, but if if it's something that, you know, if you're having difficulty eating, uh, maybe your appetite has changed one way or the other, overeating or undereating, those are all kinds of things to be um, kind of on the lookout for. Like I said, a lot of things that you might see in livestock.
What are the first steps in addressing these mental health concerns once you see them, Joy? One thing that we really encourage people to do, especially if they're seeing a lot of those sort of physical symptoms, is go to your primary health care provider. We want to make sure that it isn't something that is much more of a physical cause for these things, right? So making sure that you get, you know, a physical, if you haven't had one in a while, might be a good idea. And then a lot of times primary health care provider is the first person that someone might mention their feelings or maybe some of these other symptoms that they're not realizing are stress-related. So we really encourage people to first reach out to their primary care care physician. Joy, how can mental health concerns impact other areas of a farm operation, especially if they go unaddressed? We see sometimes happening is if the that chronic cycle of stress, you know, you've got all of these sort of stress hormones going on, it may affect the uh, farmer's ability to make decisions that sort of can cause some inability to make decisions. Obviously, communication within the family and with maybe employees or service providers that may be affected if they're, you know, kind of have a short fuse or are also not being able to make decisions and communicate those decisions kind of go hand in hand. So I think those things that we see are decision-making, deterioration of good communication, and then also safety, right? When you're stressed, you might not uh, keep up with things that can cause an accident or you're just, you know, maybe distracted. So thinking about safety as as an issue as well is, is really important. And this is a busy time of year, Joy. What steps can farmers take during planting season to manage that stress? We've got a few things. I'm going to try to keep it maybe to a handful of things, but it's a busy time of year. But eating right, right? Thinking about maybe not and it's hard, right? You're on the go um, and not filling up with like Mountain Dew and, and candy bars, right? Having a, a better balanced um, meals would be really important. The other thing that we talk about is getting exercise and farmers will say, I am physical all day long, right? It's a little bit different. We're talking about exercise for the sake of exercise because that can help kind of reduce all of those stress hormones that are going around. Um, So if it's something that you can just take a walk um, on your property and not have it in conjunction with an actual task can really help separate out and, and help bring down those stress hormones. So eating right and exercise and then keeping your sense of humor is another one that we try to encourage people, you know, throughout the day. Two more things would be avoid unhealthy de-stressing techniques. We don't want um, too much alcohol or, or things like that to be the, the crutch that you use to de-stress. And then finally is reaching out to your support group, your social community, right? We talked about uh, farming being a very isolating career. So that means that farmers and farm families may have to take extra steps to be able to um, have that community. And I know with the pandemic, sometimes that really limited the types of interactions that people could have, but trying to build that back up and have that support group in your community would be important as well. Where can people go for more information on mental health and well-being? I would suggest that there's a, the North Central Region Farm Ranch Stress Assistance Center, 
And that website is farmstress.org. So farmstress.org. That covers the 12 North Central states, so the pretty much the Midwest. And they have resources for all of the different states listed on that website. Fantastic, folks. That's Joy Kirkpatrick, Farm Succession Specialist with the University of Wisconsin-Madison Division of Extension. Thanks for joining us here around the table. To learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership, visit cooperativeownership.com.